With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Up, up, on, 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 gay, 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 presents Conversations with a Legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Okay, here we go. Welcome to another exciting edition of Up On Game Presents Conversations with a Legend. This week, you know I like to keep it gully. You know what I mean? My and, and whenever I can, I love to bring myself on a fellow backer. We got my man Andre Davis in the building. Dre, it's a privilege, dog. Like Come I said, on, man. man. Like, like I told you, man, from the get-go, it's a privilege, man, to be on here with you, LA, man. Yeah. Like, hey, like, no, no, no capping, no, 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 no friend or nothing, man. Like, you you were the like you were the standard, man. I like when I got that. to the league, like you were the standard, man. Like because even when you know we were in college together, I seen you doing some amazing things, man. And then I man, was I blessed seen you to doing have, some amazing things. But was I was balling blessed out to too. Have, uh, your guy, George, George Edwards, man. I was blessed to have have him, and he used to tell me about you all the time, man. Indeed. It, it, it like. And then, like I said, having Big Fella right there with me my Indeed. first few years, like picking, yeah, picking his brain about you, man. Like you, you were astounded, man. Like man, seriously, I appreciate that very much. Well, I mean, you was a thumper, and you did your thing, and started off. So you're from Florida, born and raised in yep. Florida. Yeah, uh, little small town, Live Oak, Florida, man, about seven thousand folks. That's crazy. Everybody got these small towns that they from, man. The South, y'all don't like big towns in the South, man. Y'all, y'all don't really like being around a whole lot of people. Man, only ones are you know like you know down South Miami, Lauderdale, like that area, maybe Orlando, but uh, you know like we always say North Florida are more the big strong country guys and down south those guys like you know super speedy really fast those guys so uh if you want if you want some 
come up come up north where the fields at where you know the potatoes and the grits and the potatoes <laughs> and all that <laughs> right all right so you ended up playing your 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 college ball at florida you were a florida gator and yes, man it was a golden era for linebackers at that school i mean from spikes to to rut to, yeah. to big Mike P, I mean, Mike P, Vaughn, uh, like, all them boys, Vaughn, man. Like, I, I mean, y'all yeah. was deep every year. Yeah. Every year, y'all was, and and you were a part of that 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 elite group of of backers. Just tell me, let's let's start right there. What was that like carrying on? Because you came after them. You were you were with them, but you came after. So, what was that like in that time frame? Winning winning championships. Um, being as good as y'all were and you being the main guy uh, on that defense when you got up in there, just, just talk a little about a bit about that. You know, it was, uh, it was very humbling, you know, when, cause when you get to college, you think like, I know at Florida, everybody was like, you know, we're going to do three years and we out with three years and we're going to the league. Uh, but when you go to a school like that and you plan behind, you know, uh, future first rounders, it's kind of like you got to wait your turn. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to have, you know, Mike Peterson, uh, Jay Rutt, them boys, Vaughn, you know, and they, 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 they kind of, they molded us and they gave us the game. You know, they showed us what it was like to, to compete and play at a high level at all times. One thing about playing at Florida, our practices were so tough, uh, not physically wise, but like competition wise that when we played on Sunday, I mean, Saturdays, you know, the games were a lot easier because you're practicing against the best players pretty much every day. You know, you got when you got a Fred Taylor at running back, if you're going against this dude every day. He the best, he the best to do it in my book. Yeah. He man, the best to do it. He 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 doesn't get the credit that he definitely that he deserves. Uh like, but overall, I definitely, you know, I don't want to be biased, but I am a little bit, you know, being from Florida. But like, you know, between him and LT, like those are my two favorites. Uh, Fred Taylor had such a rare blend. People don't realize how big he is. Exactly. Because of the way he moved. They don't realize how big, like, like they talk about the big backs and all that stuff. No, he, he was a big back. And, you know, like I had like <clears throat> my red shirt year, like we're a scout team the whole year. And we had to go against Fred T every year. And the two games that impressed me the most of Fred T's career, like when I was there at Florida, was uh, the Florida State game and also – uh, like uh, when he played against you guys, yeah, the Citrus Bowl. Jeez. Like he went crazy. Yes, he did. He went crazy, and I honestly nobody thought that he was going to do what he was going to do because of obviously you and uh, Courtney and and and, and Brandon Short. Yeah. Y'all had y'all had some backers. That was you know my freshman year. I didn't get in at backer. <laughs> Otherwise, I might have. That might have turned out a little differently if I was in there at backer. <laughs> I went doubt it. Y'all are arguably uh, linebacker. You yourself, man. But yeah. uh, what? Uh, wait, uh, say that again. Say that. Uh, y'all are. Are we, I, are we going down that road right now? No, I'm saying y'all are, man. Y'all are arguably linebacker. You, man. Y'all had some dogs, man. Y'all got legends, like true legends. Uh. But like when when I saw what Fred T did against like in those two games, but I'll, I'll obviously practice with him every day. Like I knew he was special. I knew he was special. Six, I mean, you know, six six one and a half, almost six two at two thirty, running a four three. You know, it's crazy. But but can make you miss him in the phone booth. 
Exactly. I mean, just exactly. he could stop on the dime and, and re-accelerate and decelerate. I mean, he he was so smooth and he was so just under control, but but could just be gone in a minute. It's like exactly. you, you get caught up into how he's moving, like dang, and it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, where'd he go? You know. Yeah. But that was that was but that was y'all. That was Florida back then. I mean, mm-hmm. Quez was like that. Jack Quez Green right. was was right, was right. a here now gone in in the next moment type of guy. The freak. I mean, all y'all, all of y'all could run. That was like the first thing I realized when we got out there in that game against y'all. And I was playing special teams, and, and I would get spot duty at defensive end. But when I was running down on on kickoff, you know, I was running a four four. And when I got out there, it didn't feel like I was running at a 4-4. It didn't feel like I was moving fast. And I couldn't understand it because I felt good. So once I realized we got into the game a little bit and it wasn't changing and I wasn't tired and it wasn't the surface, I realized y'all was just that fast. And we hadn't faced a team with that much speed, you know, the entire year. And not only were, you know, I felt like we were, like, fast, but Spurrier did a really good job of keeping us fresh. Like, he used to always tell us, you know, we, we practice smart, we practice fast, but I want you at your best on Saturdays. So, like, it was times, man, L.A., I remember when Stoop was our coordinator, our D coordinator, we literally practiced at two different times because they had two different philosophies. Like Stoops was like, beat them up, beat them up, jam them, don't, t- don't let them get off the line. And Spurs like, don't touch my guys. You know, I want my guys fresh. So, like, we literally, my freshman year, practiced at two separate times, the offense and the defense. But Spurrier was like that. Like, he just believed in keep. yeah, he believed in keeping guys fresh. And he was like, uh, he had a philosophy of, you know, go out there and show them who you are. Go out there and show them what they already think about you the first quarter. And they'll pretty much lay down. But if they, if you give them confidence, then it's going to be a dog fight. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. 
I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dre, let me ask you this. One of, one of your most legendary moments that comes to mind, story-wise, was it in college, was it in pro, was it in high school? Heck, was it in youth? What's the most legendary moment you've had in your career? What comes you know to what? mind? L.A., every time I had like a really good game, we end up losing. Mm. So, but, but that happens, though. Yeah, uh, like that I remember, happens. like uh, my 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 when we went out there and played uh, uh and 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 them boys, uh, I had fourteen tackles, four sacks, you know, wow. uh, forced fumble, and wow. like a game like that, you would think you would get you know AFC player to we defensive player to we, but, but when lost. you lose, yeah. it don't matter, right? It don't matter. Like yeah. I, I I cherish my days in Cleveland, man. But at the same time, I know if uh, we'd have been winning, you know, I would have got a lot more respect. And that's all you really want. You know, I, I come to realize, you know, I, I never made no Pro Bowls. I never went to Super Bowl or anything like that. But, like, all I ever wanted was respect amongst my guys. And, you know, because um, the wars and stuff, they're nice to have, uh, especially for the kids. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's all about the respect amongst your, your, your peers yeah, so and that's all that's all I come to realize and all I care about. Okay, so you mentioned awards and respect and for the kids. What is Andre Davis up to today? What what are you doing? What 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 has been your next journey in in life after football? My whole thing after ball LA has definitely just been the best uh husband that I can be and the best father that I can be. Okay. Um like once I was once I was done, you know, my daughter, I got two daughters in college now. Okay. And one wow. in high school. Yeah. Okay. So once I was done, my oldest daughter, she was uh just uh going to the sixth grade and she was just starting to to start to play sports, play ball and stuff. So I just dove right into that. Okay. You know, just trying to be the best father, best husband I could possibly be, while also, you know, taking care of this beat up body. Yeah. You know, we were playing, it was grown thumb man style. football. Yeah, thumb style. They <laughs> talked about how big our pads football. were, huh? Yeah, they, they said we had we was the big shoulder pad era. Yeah, 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 <laughs> man. And hey, it was that era where you know, you know, people laughing because we didn't really understand it, or you know, what I'm saying you don't go out there and play with a concussion, hey, you're not tough. Yeah, so we were in that era. So um, other than you know. You know, being there with my family and taking care of my body. I never try to get back to the kids every now and then, but like, um, they don't, I don't want to, you know, uh, say 
they don't they don't they weren't I mean they weren't built like us. Let's they're be a little honest. different. They're not. Kids they're, these days are a little different, but they're wired a little differently. Yeah. Everything is like I don't want to say it's handed to them, but like for us like today, like iPads and stuff. We used yeah. to have to draw everything up. Yes. You have to you used to have to make sure you knew exactly what the scheme was. Like now, like these dudes, man, they just do what the coaches tell them to do. So like when I have opportunity to talk to some young players, man, I, I try to get my advice. But a lot of like some take it, some don't. Mm-hmm. All right. So, now, now, when you talk about this new school type of type of youngin, what what was an experience that you had when you were growing up that you can recall was a moment, you know, like I know I need to do this or I know I can do it. This is what I want to do. You know, was there a moment you had that inspired you to be, you know, what it is you ultimately became? And if that if that moment happened, how how does that apply? Like, what's that moment? And then how would you apply that to today's young athletes? That that moment, it wasn't it wasn't so much a moment for me. It was more of a person. Okay. And that person for me was uh, Jimmy Jackson. Jimmy Jackson was one of our um, um, uh, coaches in high school. And he believed in me when I didn't believe in myself, L.A. Okay. Because, okay. like, growing up in a, a country town, everybody played ball. Like, you go from bull pups to bulldogs. So, and, every, and that's what everybody do. All my uncles did it, you know, and everything like that. So, you... You knew you were going to be a bulldog, but I didn't realize I had the potential to take it to the next level until he pulled me aside one day. He was like, what are you doing? You know, I was doing a lot of stupid stuff, you know, running around and 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 not doing my work and doing junk that I, I, I shouldn't have been doing. I was keeping myself in that same environment. And he came, pulled me to the side one day. He got me out of class. He pulled me aside and he was like, you can make it out of this town if you want to. You had a potential. He said, but you got to want it. And when he sat down and told me that, it really like lit, a, like lit something inside me. And I didn't want to let him down. And like he, like I said, he believed in me more than I believed in myself at that time. So that was the moment. And ever since then, man, it just it just took off. Does that does that stay with you to this day? Do, do you approach Absolutely. things from that way to this day? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and, and like I said, a positive word, you know, the affirmation that, you know, we give, uh, we have to learn to receive it because, uh, you know, a lot of times we can be like, man, now, LeVar, you the man. You be like, no, nah, Drake, you the man. Like, we don't receive that affirmation uh-huh. and we don't accept it and take it to the next level. So, like, now I just try to, you know, when, when, when I really, truly feel a certain way about somebody, I let them know. I give him that affirmation. Indeed, indeed. Like, like, like with it's you, important. I can say it at the beginning, man. Like, listen, you were the standard. That's yeah. the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, hey. like, um, but now, like, even with my own kids, man, it's just trying to like speak positivity into their life at all mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Okay, so speaking positivity into their life. If I told you, talk to me about what advice would would Dre today give Dre coming out of, of, of college and, and knowing that money is going to change everything. What, what advice would you give the Dre back then from the, the Dre of today? 
Ooh, that's a deep one, bro. But it's it's uh, I would tell this, I would tell young Dre that you can't save everybody. You only you got can't. hey, you only got so many life rafts, right? You hey, so- you can't save everybody, sure. man. Because uh, like when I was, you know, growing up and in, in poverty and everything, and not really having much, uh, you think okay, if I get a million dollars, I can take care of everybody. But not knowing that, based on where you stay, three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand going to taxes. Not knowing none of that, so like, uh, and and also, man, LA in my career and our lives, like real. And I tell that young Dre, like, regardless what you do for somebody, when you stop doing it, it's like you've never done it before. Because people, they gonna a lot of times people don't appreciate what you do for them. They just appreciate what you continue to do for them. So when you stop doing it, it's like, oh, you ain't never did nothing for me. So I would tell that young Dre man, listen, you can't save everybody. And uh, there's always going to be something new coming out. So you buy that new 1997 Big Body Benz, man, you're going to have a brand new one. It's going to be old in a couple months. <laughs> exactly. That that two thousand that two thousand uh one gonna be old in, in two thousand one, <laughs> yeah right. Because the right. two thousand two come out two thousand one, <laughs> right right. So you hey, can't man, keep up. Just, you can't keep up, can't man. Keep up. So just yeah, I was man. That money, that money definitely changes everything, man. Like you 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 think that once you come come into money that everything just peaches and cream and you can just help everybody. But it's kind of like people hit the lottery when they hit the lottery and they don't work for it. They lose like it, it nine times out of 10, it'd be gone. All right. Now you talked about trying to, you know, save guys and save everyone. And I, I, I know it's because it, it, we generally come from you. And I heard you mention in Parvish, and and just humble beginnings and a lot of times that's what we have to overcome to to make it to where we're trying to go as as youngsters turning into adults nil is is now a thing the naming image likeness it, it has now come to the forefront it's it's a part of college now it will eventually be a part of high schools it it will be available what would your advice be on on understanding your name, your image, and and your likeness? What would what would your approach be? It's say say your your kids like you got a kid that's you said is two are in college. Um, what what is your idea and your approach to what the NIL represents? I think it's a good opportunity for kids, um, but. To take it a step further, L.A., I think it's all about educating kids about money first and foremost, because you can give these college kids, you know, uh, whatever. And if they're not being educated on what to do with this money, you got the predators out there that's waiting to take it from them anyway. Like. I know, you know, when, when we were in the league, we're young, got a lot of money. We don't, a lot of us don't understand money. We don't understand the language. So, and we're too ashamed to, to admit that we don't understand it. 
So a lot of times dudes can just tell us whatever or put our money in whatever. And we don't really know. We just looking at the, the bottom line. So um, I think they got to take it a step further and educate the kids on money and what money can do uh, for them. Uh, and not just um, because they're not, I mean, obviously they're getting it off their name, but it's bigger than that. It's, it's, to me, it's bigger than, than them. Like there's no way that these people would allow the NIL to pass if they wasn't getting a big cut from it as well. So I would tell my girls, man, just to like, don't just sign anything. Let's really dig into the fine print and let's get an understanding uh, because you're only getting compensated because of your name, because of what you can do for not only not for yourself, but for the college that you're playing for. Because if you're not making them no money, then there's no money coming in. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When, when I think about NIL, I think about branding and, right. and building a brand. And one thing that I placed importance on when I, I played was to brand myself, to to create an, an identity that, that represented um, who I was. And right. that wasn't always 
well received. You know, my my head coach was not he did not receive it well. Uh, and at some point, once he made it known that he didn't, then the media didn't. But nonetheless, right. I still stayed true to building what my brand was. I, I nonetheless, right. I put my my best foot forward. And and if you know if someone had a problem with me telling my truth and and me being who I am. Uh, I always tell them you you could kick rocks because you wasn't there in the beginning. You probably won't be there in the end as well. You're you're here for a time, and and I'm gonna unapologetically be who I am. That became my brand. You know what I mean. So when you think about brand and branding, I always say the value now for nil opportunities is being able to establish to the public and the fan base and to the people around you exactly who you are what what's what's your what's your thoughts on on branding like have you ever have you ever thought about it in a way where i'm gonna apply this like we we wear our neck rolls like y'all wore cowboy collars you know y'all y'all didn't just wear neck rolls y'all y'all had a different way of how y'all looked you know when y'all was at florida you you had Y'all had the same type of look when y'all was in the pros. You know what I mean? Like that's a brand that was connected to to Florida linebackers. What what was your approach to it? Were you even aware of it? Because a lot of people weren't even aware of being being conscious of building your brand. You know, uh, we we we. I, I can say I wasn't aware of it. I know, like uh, you know, Javon Von Curse. You know, he had his brand, the, the freak. freak. Yeah. So in that that name would stick with him forever. Yes. And I think along with Brandon, like you guys, like y'all selves, man, like the pro the pro the productivity behind the branding. Like you can't be branding nothing that you if the product is not good. So y'all product spoke for y'all selves. You know, and then the brand just tied to that product. But like, like I say, man, like you guys, man, y'all were, yeah, y'all were amazing athletes, like amazing. Like even to this day, when somebody say, man, L.A. Uh, Vaughn, like people know, like real football people know. They, we know. So like uh, the brand is is definitely important. But to me the productivity is more important because like without the productivity, you don't have anything to brand, but then it goes both ways. Like me, I would say I was more up under the radar. I was just, uh, you know, just go out there and play and just earn that respect. You from really my peers. weren't under the radar though. Everybody knew who you were. That's a <laughs> modest, that's a modest take on it, but everybody knew who you were. Like football people, like our, yeah, amongst all, and, and that's all that matters. That's fair all enough. that matters. Fair yeah, enough. that's all that matters. Like amongst our, our, you know, uh, our the camaraderie that we had amongst each other. Yeah. Like that's all that matters. But uh, you know, what I'm saying like, I was just out there, you know, in Cleveland. Market is not as big as right. you know, like the East Coast. So you just out there and you out there playing ball and you having a good time. But like when you hear. Uh, a Levar Arrington, man. It's like, man, that's like you, 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 you watch you to mm -hmm. see if I can do some of the stuff that you do. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, man, I wish I could jump over a, a, a whole offensive line and block field goals. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, like to me, I always respected the guys who I felt like I couldn't do what some of them, what y'all did. Mm. Like, like I like all like y'all the ones who drove me during the offseason. Wow. Like the stuff that y'all did, man. It was like I like I said, I remember talking to uh uh George sometimes, man. And I'm like, man, how did he make that play? Yeah. And he was like, Hey man, that's just all God given. Wow. George <laughs> so was my like, guy. Yeah, so y'all brand speak like even to this day, man. Like, like when I got the text, like when Big Fella hit me up and he was like, Man, you wanna talk to LeVar? I said, Absolutely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And even and like, like somebody like Big Fella. Yeah, like big fella, he just so laid back and you know, like he don't, he's want, he don't want to do none of this. Yeah, no, nah, he, he, do he don't want none of this. He don't want he none, don't of do none of that bro. Uh-uh. We none were such it. opposites. You know, he got nicknamed the quiet storm in school. <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. He, he wouldn't say more than five, six words. But as a player, good gosh almighty, bro. Man, good listen. gosh almighty. I ain't never and seen it was, nothing it was like so that. Unfair. It was so unfair to me, man. Like, like Courtney is like one of my best guys. Like, nobody can never say nothing negative about Courtney in front of me, right? So, like, even in Cleveland, they always be like, man, he was always hurt, this and that. L.A., man, like, the, some of the injuries that he had were so flukish injury. Like, he can be holding the double team and a linebacker, one of our guys, run and, and tear his shoulder. Yeah. Or he's right. making a tackle and somebody diving on the pile and tear his knee. Right. Stuff that's out of his control. Yeah. But, like, man, like, he Because when he was healthy, bruh. <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like it. I just haven't. I ain't seen nothing hey, like that. Like, and this is my last, this is my last uh, time, like, giving you the props. The only person that's, uh, that I've seen like Breeder is you. Man. I appreciate it, and, and and we call and I know he he probably gonna watch this man, but we call him Breeder in okay. Uh, Cleveland. Okay, so and <laughs> we call him Breeder. His nickname came about because like we were like man at practice one day, and one of our guys was like man if we were all you know back in the days we were slaves like you be the one that go. Yeah, they be like the you. They just they just give Courtney oranges and apples all day and just let him sit there and breathe. He he never have to worry. So like Breeder just stuck. <laughs> so if he, if when you talk to him, ask him about. I would Breeder, hit him. Man. I would he hit him. He, he gonna do him but blush. All right, so that's what you remember him for. What what do you want Andre Davis to be remembered for? What what is the ultimate? legacy play for you how you want to be remembered man la i just want to be remembered man as a god-fearing hard-working guy that you know treated people like he wanted to be treated and you know that was dependable and you know very reliable and would give you know give his last you know that's that's all I want to be remembered for, man. Like I said, like the the wars and all that stuff. You know that's man made, but long as I, you know, receive the respect, you know, from my peers, I'm cool with everything else. I felt like you know my career was, you know, pretty decent playing ten years and 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 fighting through a lot of like coming in fifth round, fifth round pick, 140, 141st pick. And to have the career I had, you know, I, I, I'm truly grateful and truly blessed to God that, you know, taking on the kid from Lavo, Florida, 
to be I the first right. one in my the first one in my hometown to ever you know make it to the pros. Awesome. So like it's a blessing, man. I, I can't I can't thank God enough. I know that's right. Yeah. It's Andre Davis, everyone. Andre Davis, the big no, fella, calling everybody the big fella. He's the big fella. Thump <laughs> strong, thump strength central. Uh, man, I tell you what, this is a pleasure. I appreciate getting you on. Absolutely, man. I, I appreciate I, being on. Hey, listen, I, I'm everybody that I'm interviewing, I'm telling everybody, I'm going to call on everybody. When I come to do a, a Florida event or whatever it may be, I want you to be one of the legends that's a part of what it is that we do when we come there. Um, uh, people need to hear what we have to say because the the success is on the other side of following the details and being consistent while doing them. That's yeah, that's where the success is. And you talk about these new young boys and these new young cats out here. You know, they really need to hear from from fine men and, yes, and understand what the 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 definition, the true definition and and how that looks and what it feels like and and so this is what this series is about um giving giving that that guide that that you know that baseline of information to understand that the things that you want to achieve are obtainable in your life you just got to believe it and then at some point you got to take that belief and you got to get up and you got to do something about it you know and and you can't be afraid and 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 watching it on on TV or playing it on a video game is not going to get it done for you. And and that's what, you know, that's the message that needs to be um, really, really drilled into these these young people of of today is that it's just it's just not going to be given to you, you know. And, and so. Absolutely, man. I, I agree. And any, anytime you need me, man, I'll be there, man. Whatever. Just let me know. And that was Andre Davis of the Florida Gators, the Cleveland Browns, the Denver Broncos, and the Buffalo Bills. What a dope dude, man. Enjoyed the conversation. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page, to our uh, to our uh, podcast feed, uh, Up On Game Presents. Make sure you check us out, support, tell a friend, leave a comment, leave a star rating. I appreciate it all. All right. Hope you enjoyed this one. We'll be back next week with another exciting edition of Up On Game Presents Conversations with a Legend. Y'all take care. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.